Another week in the life of two middle-aged adults and who are also first-time homeowners. My name's Nicholas. I'm here, as always, with my wife, Laura. Has it only been a week since we recorded? It it's feels always a week. Like it, yeah. it feels like it's been two weeks. It feels like we skipped a week to me. Has it been a bu- it's been a busy week, I it's, guess. I suppose so. It's been a busy work week. Um, the week of our home story <laughs> just accelerated very Today, recently. Zero yeah. to a hundred. Yeah. So more in a minute. I was kind of concerned this week. You know, this whole time we 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 purchased a house. Uh, we chronicled that entire experience here in 2021, which was quite, you know probably typical of what people are doing these days. Very competitive. We got a house. Um, we spent, you know, as one does, very little time in it. Uh, most of our time was spent, you know, on the computer or on the phone and not a whole lot of time spent there. Um, and then the folks that sold it uh, were contingent. So we had to wait for them to purchase their next house before being able to move in. Fortunately, they did so relatively quickly, and now it's been less than a month since we closed. And during this interim time, the topics for us to really grab a hold of have been limited. Mm -hmm. So uh, as this week was progressing, I I don't know if you think about it very often, but over the course of the days as they're passing, I'm like, I don't know what we're going to talk about this week. You know, it seemed just like kind of a... I don't think about it. It just seemed like a little <laughs> yeah, bit. Yeah, we're of like a- we're we're in limbo. We've been in three week limbo. There's nothing new going on. We're just waiting game, sitting here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I, you know, didn't really know what to bring to the table this week, and lo and behold, um, turns out that we got a text from the previous owner who told us that they will be vacating two days early. We were supposed to go in on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And today is uh, Thursday, and we got the green light from them to go ahead and check it out. So, uh, long story short, drum roll, today was the day we finally got to go into the house without anything there. The empty house that was built in 1952 has been extended, has a backyard featuring a horseshoe pit and a guest house and a detached garage and a storage shed. That's all that's going on here, and it's a lot going it's on lot. here. Um, and I'm very curious to hear what your first impressions of the home that we purchased now that you've seen it in all of its naked glory. You first. <laughs> we haven't even talked to each other yet. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say part of the reason why we haven't been able to talk to each other is while we were checking it out, the boys were with us. We have two young boys, and they were very needy. Uh, throughout the the time, we were really just spending time. We weren't doing much, just kind of walking around, looking, smelling, um, <laughs> inspecting uh, all these little nooks and crannies. And the boys were very excited, and understandably so. But we really weren't able to get a word in edgewise to one another mm-hmm. as we were going through this new property. Yeah. So, what are you doing tomorrow morning? We got to go back by ourselves. That's what I think. Yeah. It was very hard to tell. But 
Uh, as with any home, when people move out, it looks kind of nasty. The walls are gross. Everything needs to be painted. And it's, it's hard to dismiss that when you walk in. Yeah. You're like, oh, what happened here? And this was the first time, I mean, we had been in there for, I mean, I think we've said a grand total of probably 20 minutes. And well, to what be was fair, like, more I, guess than there, that. I guess there were two visits, but the owner was there too. So it's right. not like you're snooping in every corner and opening things. I mean, she was there watching us. So it's yeah. awkward to do anything more than just kind of walk through and take your cursory look. But um, so now that we got up a little more up in it, there's lots of little nuances to add to the basket of, oh, hmm. There's a cutout rectangle at the top of the bathroom wall. Don't know why. Right. That kind of stuff. So that was kind of interesting, too. Yeah, I think this would be the takeaway um, if if anybody someday is listening to our journey through this is, and I think that I, I was able to kind of know that this is normal, um, but the first time, and this is specifically when you go into a house that was not uh, dressed or not staged Mm -hmm. this was just they sold the house as is and so that's kind of how we have found it um it's not like you're walking into a showroom Mm -mm. it's like you you know if you buy a house from somebody who lived in it and then sold it and um you're kind of left to just walk in after they get all their stuff out it's not pretty Mm mm-mm um, doesn't feel clean doesn't feel new like it's so like it's hard to remove anything from that mm-hmm. at the moment and then on top of that it's the first time we've seen it without stuff in it so then it was also the trying to wrap my head around okay we have this certain amount of furniture we know we're not <laughs> monetarily able to do much more than what we currently own at this moment because it's all in the house right now mm. Um, so how like layout wise, what do we do? And it's that it's really hard to wrap our head around because it's just fitting stuff in that maybe shouldn't fit in. And how do we orient and how, what goes where Yeah, broken up very differently than our current house. So I'm not there yet on that part, but I'm trying to get there. You're not there as far as being able to see Mm -hmm. what it's going to look like. Right. Yeah. I think that's okay. I, I, my uh, my honest takeaway is that I I am excited. I don't think that it's um, by any means perfect. Uh, this and 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 the other thing that you have to divorce yourself from, particularly because we are in a very pricey, competitive market, is you don't get much for your money. Mm-mm. So that you know whether or not that makes us fools or that just makes us making a you know good investment. I don't know. Probably a bit of both. Yeah. Um, it is a lot to, I guess over time you get used to it, but it's a lot to justify to yourself. Yeah. Of like I spent an ungodly amount of money on something that's kind of a fixer upper. Mm-hmm. Like this is far from perfect. Yeah. Um, but it's more the land and the location and yada, 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 uh, the lot, etc. So I, I'm okay with that and I've I've learned to kind of live with that but also you know I've I, I think I am able to understand that this is not 
necessarily what we're going to be living in. This is what the people left behind. Mm -hmm. And so it's on, it's on us to one, do whatever we can to fix whatever we can before we move in. And then two, just kind of know that this is a slow ongoing process. You know, this is like a 10 year project. This Mm -hmm. is not something that we're going to do in the next six months. And you know, I think that's, and I think that's okay. Yeah. And I think that's probably the case for anybody anywhere. And I think probably most people end up living a long time in their house and then fixing it up before they sell it (laughs) is a lot of what happens. Right. Um, So, yeah, I think I mean, I'll get there, too. I just it just takes me a minute to adjust and understand how we're going to set that space up for how our family functions and just understand in my mind what I think we're going to do with it, then I'll feel better. But it was, it was overwhelming. And it was, I think it was also harder by the fact that there was a lot of neediness happening from the boys. And maybe that, you know, that might be some emotional stuff of moving too, that was hitting them. But um, that kind of added to the overwhelm a little because it just all, it was a lot, like it was a lot. We have a lot to do over there. So it was like, whoa, yeah, it's real. It's real now. I guess that's the thing. It felt so out there parked in a corner for a long time now. And now it's real. Yeah. And there's real dust on the floor and there's real holes in the walls that are now our problems. Mm-hmm. And so it's all it, it's all good. I'm excited, too. And like sitting um, in the outside part, there is a really big outside pretty backyard. And there's all these bonuses of privacy and um, we met our first neighbor there's lots lots of lots of pluses but I'm just like I'm I was feeling a little overwhelmed I guess yeah I I I I don't disagree that it's overwhelming Uh, I think that's also probably what a lot of people feel when they buy a house specifically when they buy their Mm -hmm. first house um And that's something that we've been talking about is there is a complete psychological um, 180 uh, that you have to do when you transition from renting to buying because when you're renting, you don't care. And that's the beauty Mm -hmm. of it. And that's what I'm really going to miss is when things are wrong, you just don't care. And I've done my whole life, I've done that. Mm -hmm. And now it's like, oh, okay, now I need to care about that that's not perfect or I need to care that there is a hole in the wall or whatever. Um, and so I think that there has been a long enough gestation period that we've been gearing up mm-hmm. for this. So that's why for me today wasn't such a surprise because I knew that that was going to have to be the psychological switch. Mm-hmm. So you've kind of been doing it in the, like in the pregnancy period. Yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. And, and I, and I also don't think, I think we're going to do quite a, hmm, we're going to do a bit. We're going to, not a quite a bit. We're going to do a bit. <laughs> Uh, before we move in mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks, it might not be enough for us to feel comfortable, but a fresh coat of paint is going to make a yeah, difference. For sure. And the electrical uh, upgrade is going to make a difference. And if we can do the lights and the outlets and yada, yada, yada. And I think all of those things will help. And there will be some aesthetic things that we'll fix. And, um, you know, I think all of those things will start to build and start to make us realize, oh, you know, it is like we can just change this thing. We can take a sledgehammer Mm -hmm. to the wall if it's not load bearing and we want to kind of thing, Mm -hmm. you know. Um, So I think that part of it is exciting. And and the other thing is um, it does 
you know, we spent a whole lot of money to have this big thing, you know, and it's that's exciting. Mm-hmm. It's like this all of these various little components and pieces and parts and nooks and crannies are all ours. And that was all part of this massive purchase. Um, and so that is kind of a rewarding feeling. It's not perfect, but it is ours. And that's mm-hmm. going to be a cool, fun project. And maybe, you know what, maybe after maybe five we years, like we, we're not into it and we sell it. What were you saying? Maybe we'll like or maybe it. Maybe we'll like doing the project. Maybe. Or maybe we'll hate it. I don't know. <laughs> we'll be back at a town home in three years. And we could be. I mean, that's the other thing is that, you know, this when, you know, it's an investment. And, and I don't think it necessarily takes 20 years for it to appreciate, especially not, you know, in this particular neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. I think you can. Whenever you sell it, you're probably going to sell it with a little bit of a, you know, appreciation. So... Um, that part of it, I'm just comfortable with. We didn't spend the money. We moved the money to a new account. And, um, over time we can add to the value and, um, try to have fun along the way. Mm -hmm. And then if we ever want to cash in our chips, you know, I think we, I mean, I might be being naive, but I think we can cash in our chips and that's, and we move on with our lives. So. It was a very exciting day. You mm-hmm. know, we saw this place empty. Uh, what, 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 if anything, were you surprised by or excited about in a good way? Um, what was I surprised by in a good way? Oh, man. Well, the kitchen was better off I think than I was picturing in my mind Mm -hmm. except for the appliances which were worse um yeah but like you said today well maybe we will just do that first we opened the empty refrigerator which we had not looked in them before but that came with the house and she had told us like it's older but it works uh we opened it and the (laughs) the crisper is duct taped together taped (laughs) it's pretty bad there's uh, apparently a very large crack that they just taped with I mean, big black tape. Like a lot of surface area is duct tape. I seem to remember her insinuating that we were going to want to replace the fridge. Yeah, I, yeah, she did. You're right. I remember that too. Um, and the dishwasher too. It was just is, like, let's just get a new dishwasher. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know. It, it just seems like let's just do that now. Yeah. You know. If we can, yeah. Sure. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be crazy. Like it doesn't have to be mm-hmm. state of the art dishwasher. Just something that obviously doesn't have dirt in it. <laughs> you know, I mean, a lot of use. I mean, probably. I mean, I don't know. I don't know how long dishwashers are supposed to last. Be interesting to look that up. Good but question. this seems like it's probably towards the end of its run, mm-hmm. and that's kind of how appliances go anymore. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, one thing that I noticed and i think maybe you just get used to over the time is it smelled different Uh, yeah i thought so too how do you feel about that sensory it's a it's weird isn't it it just doesn't feel like yours yet i guess because i think in your own place you don't smell it like you walk through the door and unless you've been gone a long time it's like your nose blind to it your own sense but not someone else's wasn't a bad smell no and there's, well, and also, I mean, are you smelling? Because I still smell it in my hair. There was like an air freshener plug-in. Did you see it? No. I mean, that's what that smell was. There, So there was like 
the smell of you know older or other people or whatever and then there was a perfumey i don't know like a more vanilla-y lavender-y kind of thing going on Mm -hmm. sweet smell and it smells good doesn't smell not good but it's it's very noticeable the the, curtis right away said oh it smells like something but i still smell it in my hair i've been smelling it all night oh funny it's weirding me out yeah yeah i didn't really diagnose it i didn't Mm -hmm. really try to figure out what it was i just noticed that yeah I saw everything the kind of smelled the and the guest plug. house smells <laughs> i didn't smell that today it smells like <laughs> so their whatever teenage 20 year old mm-hmm. son lived in there and it smells like teenage 20 year old teenage son. teenager lived in there well the other the other surprise we got in there is there is this teenage 20 year old son brown bachelor couch that they left there the only thing they left behind (laughs) well it's not true they left some cabinets and things but she we requested though yeah and they asked us for anything beyond that didn't ask about this couch so i'm wondering could they not get it out the door is that why it's still there how they've got it in though they wouldn't build it around it that's a good point you're right but anyway i wonder if that it could be the source of some of the olfactory i hope so I hope so too. It's but again, it's not like a bad smell. It's just like a strong kind of it smells. You know, like the boys say, it smells like a petting zoo. Kind of does. And it, it's that's strange, not, and I'm sure it'll go away. That's not um, not usually a positive way to describe a smell. No, but it's not like it smells like the animals. It smells like like hay or something. Yeah. Very okay. strange. That's kind of smelling. But I do think we'll diagnose it, figure it out, get rid of it. But, um, yeah, I, there is a feeling that I get being there and kind of just knowing that it's our space. It is very comforting, mm-hmm. you know, and maybe it is the privacy of it and maybe it is the permanence of it, you know, because up until now, it's always kind of been like, well, we don't really know how long this is going to last. I don't know how long this is going to last either, but it can last as long as we want it to. Mm-hmm. You know, until as long as we're comfortable with it or as long as we like it or, um, you know, all of those feelings that go into the the permanence, um, I think, are what I'm starting to feel as comforting. Mm-hmm. And also, you know, part of the process that was always uh, insurmountable to me or felt insurmountable to me was just all the stuff we've already gone through, which was you know, getting the loan and dealing with the realtor. Like, I always kind of felt like those things were just going to be something that we wouldn't be able to pull off hmm. for whatever reason. You know, part of it because we work freelance and part of it because I don't know what kind of income you need to purchase houses in this area. Um, so all of those things were what really kind of scared me less than the homeownership stuff. And, you know, the other thing to, and, and all of this is just to make myself feel better. But, you know, there's nothing in this house that really we have to do. Yeah. It's just stuff we want to do. Yeah. So we can just do them as we can afford to do them. Yeah. It's you livable. Know. I mean, people were living there. Yeah. A lot, a lot of people were living there. There were five people in that house. There's more people than we have. Right. Five grown people. So, yeah. We should be on easy street. I think so. Um, I think I think we should be proud of getting through that part and mm-hmm. the rest of it is just a project and budgeting. Mm-hmm. Speaking of budgeting, 
there are a couple of things we were doing right off the bat. One of them was termite tenting, which we were advised by our realtor to do um, just about any time you purchase a house, specifically in Southern California, just because every, every house has termites. Apparently, they're all supposed to be tented every 10 years. I'm sure people don't do that, but that's what they recommend. And uh, so the termite tenting people are coming in a couple of days. It was going to be the first day of our you know, access to the house. Mm -hmm. Fortunately, we do have these couple of days before that. Um, so that's happening. Uh, we got the contractors starting to come in after that. And then the other thing that we um, need to do is to change the locks. And so I was going to make this really simple. And I called a locksmith uh, who was recommended to us by the previous owners. And, you know, just me, nice and simple. Uh, okay, they recommended this person. Uh, I appreciate their recommendation. I look them up on Yelp as you do anymore. Good reviews. Call them up. Hey, come on a certain day. Yeah, no problem. Done. <sighs> That's how I like to do business. Nice and simple. You know, with a little bit of kind of a nudge in the right direction from someone who knows what they're talking about. So I mentioned this to our realtor who checks in. She's very wonderful. Uh, love that she just knows mm -hmm. that there's things happening for us. Her deal's done. Her commission's probably been paid or will be. Like, that's all done. But she still takes a moment to check in because she knows what our timeline is. I really, I mean, really. Yeah, that second, is really great. Second to none mm -hmm. in the customer service department with our realtor. And uh, I like as a point of pride, I'm like, hey, yeah, we got all this stuff lined up. We got the turn termite tenting and we're going to get the locksmith to come out and blah, 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 blah. like kind of like, hey, we're doing it. We're, we, we're adults. We're excited. And she goes, oh, 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 the locksmith. Well, hey, that home warranty you got covers new locks. So the home warranty is something that I think comes standard and it's part of the sale. It's not something that we're paying for. I think it came they pay for it. Yeah. Right. It came okay. with the sale. Mm -hmm. And um, this is something that goes for a year and they're sending us the contract. I honestly don't even know what it covers, but I think if there's certain things that are not our fault mm -hmm. that are in this um, insurance policy, it will be covered. Apparently, one of those things is rekeying the house. Oh, I wonder if dishwasher's in there. Maybe we can throw a fork in the fan. <laughs> that is insurance fraud. <laughs> okay, that's I didn't what say you that. go to jail for. <laughs> Rewind. Rewind. <laughs> so uh, I'm like, oh, okay. I guess there's coverage from. <laughs> that made you so sad. I know it did. Yeah, I just, I, I, I don't want to cash. This is a problem. Tell me, me what it costs. I will pay that yeah. money. <laughs> or just give me good. Like if I call you and you say you can come when I want you to come, then good. Let's do this. Let's get it done. I like, I like the cut of your jib. And now we're going through a warranty company, which I don't, I trust warranties as far as I can throw a uh, rubber chicken. Is that far or not far? I'm unclear. It's full of stones. <laughs> there we go. And, uh, you know, warranty, you're not going to get the best service. You're not going to get the best product. Like, this is literally people that are just basically giving you something for free, and they hate it anyway. 
So, okay. I'm like, you know what? We're out of money. I got to be smart. I'm not just going to throw all my money at the good locksmith down the road. <laughs> I'm going to go through the warranty company. And uh, so I call the warranty company. It's actually not that hard to get through. They're kind of nice that, you know, kind of feels like it feels like they're in an office from the beginning of Joe versus the volcano. Like the terrible kind of <laughs> like fluorescent lighting with low ceilings and oh, that's totally where everybody kind of files in in a line and then goes to their desk and is miserable all day Old and then chairs. goes home. That's who this person sounds. I pictured this person in a situation like that. They did a very good job, though. And, um, okay, we're going to set you up with, you know, Acme Locksmith Company. Okay, sure. I mean, what what do I know from locksmith companies? So I look this place up while I'm on the phone <laughs> And on Yelp, every review is, I got set up by my home warranty with this company, and it's the worst business I have ever had to deal with in my life. I mean, the reviews couldn't be worse, and they couldn't be more. Why can't I give zero stars on here? Zero stars. Everyone is like, zero stars. They're terrible. They don't show up, and they blah, 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 blah. And I was like, oh, I got this pit in the end of my, in, in the bottom of my stomach where I was like, yep, yep. Yep, yep. This is exactly why I need to trust my instincts. <laughs> and this is why I go with my gut. My gut tells me, call the guy with the good reviews down the road who someone told you to go to. Don't call the warranty company who's going to give you something for free because guess what you get for free? Zero stars. <laughs> it sounds pretty bad. And it was all, every single one of them. My home warranty company, mm-hmm. they were all hooked up the same way. So I don't know who this company is, but apparently they get they're in the pocket of the warranty company or they got a contract with the warranty company. They can't get hired on their own, that's for sure. <sighs> <laughs> so they're coming tomorrow. So maybe. they're coming tomorrow maybe. and and they so far it's actually been fine. Like the, I've gotten a lot of text updates. Oh. Uh they called, you know, in due time in due course. It was all fine. Uh, one thing I do know is that our warranty covers six locks, and we're going to need more than that. So I'm very curious to see where the upsell goes when we run out of our warranty locks mm. and what the new locks are going to cost. Then we call locksmith down the road. That's what we do. But then we got to get all the, everything rekeyed. You know what I mean? Like they're not going to give us the same. No, just lock for the, the, same the, key. the additional locks that we need. So then we got to get an, another key for those additional locks. Oh, you're thinking the same. Isn't that how it works? Not, not currently. There's a separate key for the guest house. That's it. Every other lock oh, is the same key. Oh, got it. Mm-hmm. The okay. interior bedroom locks we don't have to worry about. No. But all the exterior locks are all the same key. Ah, okay. I see. So... Uh, we'll see. Oh dear, where the upsell. Oh no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The swindle is a coming. <sighs> it might still be less, and hopefully they're professional and good, and all these reviews. That's the other thing is, you know, there's twenty eight reviews or something. Surely they are dealing with yeah. hundreds of people because it's not even just in California. Like they're in different states. And all of these reviews are like some are from Houston and some are from San Francisco and some but, 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 like all over the place. So, you know, those are just people that 
for whatever reason on that had day a bad experience. got really screwed. Yeah. And that's the problem. That's the problem with online reviews yeah. is you never know all of the backstory the or how often these people are going online to write reviews. You know, mm-hmm. some people write reviews for windshield washer fluid. True. So maybe, but other people only write it when they deal with someone who had a bad day. So. Well, it should be here and gone in a day anyway. But this is it's part, I mean. Somebody that's going to be in our lives a long time. No, but it's one of the first steps, you know, yeah. getting new keys. And of course, it's not simple. Nope. I'm really curious about this home warranty thing. I kind of like warranties to me. It just seems like such a way. I mean, we didn't have to pay for this one. So that's why that I don't was really the only care. Reason, yeah, right. But just in general, just warranties always feel like just a scam. Because there's, al- I mean, there's always a copay or whatever a deductible. Our, like our free locks aren't actually free. There's money that you chip in to unlock the free. Which also, what is that? Like, why, why, why is that? that there's it's a service a, fee. It's a, it's a deductible. I think is kind of the way you look at it, or a copay. Like when you go into your doctor, pay a little, little sugar to get in there. Pay a little sugar. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. I went I went and got my uh, labs drawn for my annual physical today. I had to pay more than a, a hundred sugars for the privilege dollars? of getting through the door. Yeah. At LabCorp, you had to spend, spend over? 125. I know. I don't remember ever doing that before. Maybe our insurance policy changed. Who knows? That seems like a lot. I agree. I was surprised hmm i know that's what i thought uh so the um so same idea yeah everybody's just it's not what it the total of what it costs but you're chipping in (laughs) oh i can't wait for these 800 hundred dollar locks yeah they're gonna be pretty nice locks (laughs) once once we once we max out our warranty number um other things coming up you know I guess we're going to have a lot to talk about next week when it comes to the um, the contractors that start coming through. Mm-hmm. And we're also going to have time to start moving in. How are you feeling about that process? Do you feel like we still have a nice leisurely timeline? I do. I, 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 th- I'm okay. glad you brought that up because I'm curious about what, what do we start moving over there while we're still trying to live day to day here? Mm-hmm. How do you prioritize what you're willing to bring to oh. the new place while you're still living a life it is in the a other good place? Question. I think you probably bring all the stuff you put in boxes and could live without, and that probably shouldn't go with you in the first place. Is probably the answer to that. So all the stuff that should go to Goodwill, <laughs> yeah, goes first. Uh huh. I think. Um, we have a bunch of patio furniture that all can go over at any time. We can't take anything inside the house until next week because of the termite tent situation. But I don't know. After that point, I don't know. Honestly, clothes can start to go over like the stuff we're not wearing every day. Yeah. When do we take like pictures off the walls and stuff? Is that last or is that soon? I would do that first. Would you? Yeah, why not? Because it's just going to go over there and sit. Because I don't think we can hang anything until we figure out the furniture. That's why. Well, sure. But you got to move stuff at some point. And Mm -hmm. you don't need pictures on the walls to live. No. You know. 
I think we're going to have to feel like refugees for a little while okay. in, in either place. Mm-hmm. You know? In both places at the same time, I suppose. Um, yeah, you're, yeah. You're, you're basically, it, it's as if you're dumping your life upside down when you move. Like, mm-hmm. it's, like you're, everything is in a beautiful box and yeah. then you just kind of turn it over and let it all fall out at once. Mm-hmm. That's what a move is like. It's just everything's a mess. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's especially like and now in this situation when we're trying to get work done in the space that mm-hmm. we're trying to move into, then you're even, you know, you're even more displaced because you're not getting everything in the right space at the right time. Right. You know, you're kind of working around that construction or whatever you want to call it. Um, but yeah, I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried about the move yet. I do think it's going to get pretty real. Um, and we'll probably start packing you this know. weekend. Yeah, this weekend. I started feeling a little more nervous about our, our leisurely timeline is shrinking pretty quickly. But that's fine. We still have plenty of time. Um, I'm curious what you are thinking with... So we checked out kind of the storage situations. We have a storage shed. We have a garage for the first time without tons of stuff in there. Yeah. What are you thinking goes where? Oh, I have no idea. Um, I, I, I don't... I don't know. I mean, I think when it comes to planning for those things, you just kind of have to go with what your instincts tell you. I, I don't, for me, it's really hard to plan because all that stuff is like so specific and individual and, you know, where, where did certain, you know, where do we put all of the Christmas decorations and where do we put all of the boys sports stuff and, you know, all those things I think we just need to find their place based on everything else i do think there's a lot of storage i'll tell you one thing about this specific house that's Mm going to be a problem which is linen storage problem there's zero we identified that early on there's one tiny thin narrow cabinet that's it half of which the previous owners were using for gun storage correct i don't know where they put their stuff there were linens in there because i opened the non-gun one (laughs) The non-gun side. And there were a bunch of um, folded sheets stuffed in there, but we have far more than that. That's why I bought that cedar chest that's down in our garage with that in mind. That would potentially, I mean, we'll see if it works out. Where would it go, though? In the guest house. All the linens would be kept in the guest house? not all of them, but... A majority of them could be and then you keep enough in the house for like if you emergency need a sheet in the middle of the night or something wouldn't that cedar chest make them all smell though they smell like cedar it's a good smell is it mm-hmm. for your towels and sheets you want to sleep on cedar rub like cedar it. in your face i don't know we had one growing up so i feel like it's a comforting smell to me but i can understand why it's a it strong would not smell this but the, the one we have doesn't seem to be that strong smelling unless i sanded it again Okay. To bring back the smell. Uh-huh. Interesting. I don't know. One theory. Well, or if it's not a cedar chest, it could be a some sort of We're going to need to get chest. some kind of hutch or something. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. There, there's have, a lot of that. We need a lot of hutches. <laughs> there's no storage. There are zero cabinets, period, in this house, except for that one little narrow thing. That's it. And there's no room in the halls to put this shelves or chests purchase. or anything. 
<laughs> we knew this. This is not a surprise. But now it's just figuring out how we do it. I think we might might be a good idea to do a research trip to Ikea and just look at how you do some small space stuff. Yeah. You yeah, know? I totally. I think I think there will be and 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 I think we'll have to be very very um we're going we're, we're going to have to weed through our old furniture with extreme prejudice. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like we're going to not be attached to any of our current stuff because it mm-hmm. is likely that it's not going to work. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, that's part of moving, you know, no two spaces are the same and you know, this house is going to feel different. Yeah. That's the hard thing. I mean, if we could furnish it from ground zero with new things specifically intended to go together first of all and go together in that space second of all that's a different conversation it's harder when we're trying not to spend any more money and just make do with what we have yeah but i mean it seems to be that there's lots of furniture that you don't have to buy new that's Mm -hmm. available out there Mm -hmm. i mean you've been purchasing outdoor Mm -hmm. furniture almost daily for the last <laughs> couple of weeks so i know it's out there yeah um speaking of what um the plants mm-hmm. there's a lot of plants there's so many plants i don't more think, than i remembered and you know i might be crazy excited about it but i have never really realized and maybe everybody else that owns a house in the world is used to this but you're like a part-time horticulturalist when yeah. you own a house. There's <laughs> yeah. so many plants. That's another. We talked about that last week. We are um, definitely daunted by that. I texted her already a gardening question tonight because I was already getting worried about it. But the good news is none of it needs that much maintenance. It's only stuff that you water every week or every two weeks, depending on the season. In summer, you do it more. I'm glad I texted her because i was gonna do it every two weeks that's not enough in the summer evidently yeah um but i think all the plants are kind of on that schedule like they're all more dry climate kind of plants we have a bunch of palm trees a bunch of succulent and a lot of like big ones and they nicely left behind a whole bunch of like pots and like plant stands and big things and and, like these plants are all together it is a lot of money because i've kind of started looking at that thinking we would have to replenish because mm-hmm. there's a lot of outdoor space and it was really full with plants so I was thinking it was going to look pretty barren after they took all the stuff out but I was really really I guess that's my really happy surprise a lot of stuff was still there and it looks not barren right because it is a lot of money to replace that stuff and then kill it and replace it again mm-hmm. <laughs> so Another thing that we'll have to replace that they took. Oh, I can't wait to call our realtor. No, that's oh. not it. What? Because that's what not going to be a say? problem. Uh, the horseshoe stakes. Right. Horseshoe yeah. stakes are gone. Do we still call it the horseshoe house? It no longer has horseshoe stakes. Though it does now have got, huge sand pits. Now it's got, yeah, now it's got <laughs> sandboxes. Now it's the sand lot house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead of horseshoe pits, they're just large sandboxes all i can think about is there were 20 year olds playing horseshoes at his bachelor pad what else is in that box of sand nothing good just a bunch of beer and 
cigarette ash urine. probably <laughs> no urine for sure no. for sure no and those no. kids our kids are going to want to go in there so fast and all i can think is about the urine soaked <laughs> no bachelor no. No, they're not animals sand. no one was peeing in the sand for sure no hundred percent no hundred percent a hundred percent no i would say maybe two percent give me a black light <laughs> i strongly disagree <laughs> That people were standing there peeing in the sand. Absolutely. What do you mean absolutely? It's a no. sand pit. There's 20-year-olds. That's your first thought is pee in the sand pit? Yeah. Why wouldn't you pee on the trees? That makes way more sense than peeing yeah, in the sand pit where you're standing. Now that you say that. Gross. All right. Well, maybe there's hope for us if you're. that's coming from a former 20-year-old boy. No. I okay. would never stand there Great. where I'm playing horseshoes and I've just pee. I've seen you pee. pee in some weird places, so I what? don't know if that's true. What? <laughs> Think back. Think back a couple of decades. That's like, But that's like peeing where you eat. like Because you, it's your house. It's different. Well, and you're, that's where you're spending your time. You go away to pee. You don't okay. pee right in the middle of your activity your and your traffic. Okay. That makes sense. That makes sense. Like mid, like throw, like you throw the horseshoe <laughs> you just can't and then you make just it don't another go anywhere no. and you just stand you just there turn and pee. Yeah. Mm. No, that makes sense actually. Okay, I can buy that. I'll let myself buy that. <laughs> oh. Um, other point. Okay, so horseshoes went away. The one other thing. This was a very funny surprise because we have been back and forth with our realtor about it multiple times because when we bought the house, there are certain things in the contract and all those things are identified as yours. So it comes with all the appliances, all of the refrigerators, all of the dishwashers, all of the washer and dryers, all of the stoves on the property. That was We're, the only thing that it came with. That was with. the only thing that yeah. it came with and everything else as is, but those things stay in the contract it's in the purchase agreement and then we started after after everybody had signed everything the owner started mentioning things to us like oh i'm gonna take the stove with us because i really like the electric kind of stove top yeah and we were like "Uh, uh, uh (laughs) uh-huh but we were like okay well maybe and we told ourselves like if she really was attached to it and wanted it that'd be okay i don't prefer an electric stove and it's old like it has rust on it and you know if you tried to replace it with a value of a similar thing, it would probably be worth $50 or $75. So it's not worth quibbling about. And we were like, she's doing us a favor if she takes it and just, we don't have to deal with it. Then we get a new one that we're going to get eventually anyway and stick it in there. Maybe that's not the first thing we would spend money on at this moment, but okay, that's all right. So she eventually, I guess, told her realtor they weren't going to take that. But then at some point, when we saw her in the last couple of weeks, she mentioned, she asked us if we wanted the refrigerator in the garage, which they use as a spare. And we said, yes. And in fact, we didn't say this, but it's in the contract. It's already coming with the house. So because some different things had been mentioned, the front door came up at one point as something that would go with them, mm-hmm. to which Realtor was not having that. Anyway, so we doubled, we circled back after that conversation with our realtor to say, hey, this got brought up again. Do you think they realized, maybe they just don't realize what was in the contract? That it was stipulated. Like, yeah. yeah. Innocent mistake, whatever. Like, 
we want to make sure they realize and those things are there for us. So she did double check with their realtor. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm sure they know. I'll remind them. So we get there today. All the appliances are there. All the appliances are there. Except for the fridge in the garage, which she specifically asked us if we wanted. And we said said yes. yes. Look. How do you explain? I don't know. However, now that we know what garbage (laughs) the refrigerator in the kitchen is that will need to be replaced that's duct taped together. Uh, Maybe they did they us a favor. They kind of did us a favor because yeah. we're just going to move that one into the mm-hmm. garage. You know, the rotation will continue. So it is very it's funny, pretty though, funny that she asked us specifically and now it's gone. I, we knew that was going to happen. I feel like we knew it. But again, it's a, it's fine. But I do want, I don't want her to say anything to their realtor, but I cannot wait to tell her that story. Oh, she'll say something, though. I don't know if we can tell her. <laughs> Um, so what else what else is new this week I feel like the next week is going to be really kind of uh, exciting on the home front today was very exciting on the home front to see it for the first time mm-hmm. as far as the other things that have been we can go back there we could go there right now if we wanted to that's exciting yeah mm-hmm. and we will probably go there tomorrow I'm sure we will well we have to there's a lock guy coming suppo- well supposedly <laughs> <laughs> we'll see if we go there. He, he might show up, but then he might not stick around. There's all kinds of horror oh, stories. No. About this place. So, yeah, He's, we'll see. He just ghosts in the middle of the appointment. Okay. According to some of the reviews. Fantastic. Can't wait. Um, the other thing, what else did we do? We got, um, we were like halfway through changing over utilities. That got all checked off the list finally. Um,. It's not very exciting. No. But it's done. Yeah. Those are all things that have to be done. Number one on the list, if you ask me, is the internet. Mm-hmm. Um, we got our, yeah, we got our Wi-Fi modem over there. That's not the right word. What's the word? Router. router. What do we get? Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know. Uh, watch any good movies this week? Castaway? Uh, on to the next subject. Just kidding. We did watch Castaway. I missed a little bit of it. I felt I took a little nap. Mm-hmm. But it was really good, actually. Yeah, it holds up pretty well. I hadn't seen well. it since it was out. Yeah, it, it holds up pretty well. It's uh, one of those movies that I think it's intended to be timeless. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it is about some very kind of primal, basic human instincts of survival. But really just Tom Hanks mm-hmm. in the pocket at the top of his game when he could do anything. And if there was anyone on the planet that was going to play someone alone on an island, it was going to be him. Isn't Joe versus the volcano Tom Hanks too? Yes, except he's, little, not, he's not alone on that doing one. A little, no, 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 I know. I'm just saying we're doing a little Tom Hanks retrospective all of a sudden. Did we watch Joe versus the volcano? No, but you brought it up earlier. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. True, mm-hmm. true. Yeah, well, yeah, Tom so Hanks that's is our next ubiquitous viewing. in American culture. I, I, I 100% I would watch Never that seen any, it. any Really? Yep. Hmm. I think that'll be our project for next week. Okay. Uh, he also does, Get he is a, a drift in the ocean. Uh, that is a oh, so there we common go. element between those two movies. Um, yeah, I also did, I watched, I didn't finish it, but I watched half of the other movie that the, that Zemeckis made when he made Castaway, which was What, by, what Lies Beneath. Watched about half of that thing. Is that the Michelle Pfeiffer? Yeah. Bathtub one? Mm-hmm. Harrison Ford 
kind of like remember it. I think last... I think I saw it. Maybe I didn't see it. I'm not sure that I did actually. I just remember the poster. I think the the bathtub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a weird one. It's a relic. Okay. It, it was a big hit at the time, and now everyone's just no. pretty much forgotten about it. Was it any good though when you revisited? Sure. Okay. I mean, you know, it's a good. It, it, what lies beneath is a great example of a movie that you could find on cable back when cable was still a thing, mm-hmm. and it would be a very enjoyable watch. I remember watching a movie called Pacific Heights that way. Did you ever see that one with Michael Mm-mm. Keaton? Oh, and Melanie Griffith. Did I see I remember, maybe I just remember the trailer. I'm not sure I saw it, but that kind of is sounding familiar. That's like the quintessential cable movie. Like you come okay. upon it, it's got some stars. What is this? Oh, it's pretty enjoyable. And then it's over and you didn't spend any money and you're okay. Uh-huh. I feel like What Lies Beneath is, is a that? really great version of that kind of movie. Okay. Well, that sounds pretty good to me. Yeah. No, it's a great way to kill time. <laughs> Um, all right. Well, I think that's that's probably about enough for this week. Uh, the house is ours. We have the keys. It's been a long road to this point. We've got a lot of work ahead of us. Um, scared. But it's a lot of work. It's totally scary. Every every step in this journey has been scary. Uh, everything, every single thing about it is scary. But I think also, you know. The time in our lives that, that that we're currently in, I think, is the time to do it. You know, mm-hmm. if we're not, if it, if it's not now, when? Yeah. You know? So we're, um, you know, we're on our way. Uh, we've got a lot of decisions to make. We've got a lot of money to save, and mm-hmm. uh, we'll. I think we'll slowly get there as long as we realize it's a long, it's a long game, not a sprint. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anything else? You want to bring up before we wrap her up this week? Mm-mm, I don't think so. All right. Well, uh, lots to come and uh, appreciate, um, you know, people coming along on the ride. I hope it's helpful. And the lesson from this week is, you know, when you walk into the house for the first time and nothing's been done to it, don't panic. That's, Buy some paint. That's the way every house is always <laughs> going to look as soon as somebody moves out. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's the lesson by a lot of paint. So now we got to talk about what kind of white to get, but we're not going to go into that now. All right. Before we, before we go down that scary road about what white to buy, I'll go ahead and say, this is our first time. We'll see you next time. First time in 40.